Uh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another round of the Union Underground. I hope everyone is uh, safe and doing okay. Um, I'm going to try my best to get through this uh, show this week. Man, I'm rocking a crazy headache uh, due to the wonderful world of allergies down here in good old great state of Texas. And the sinus pressure is making my head feel like a pressure cooker right now. So I'm going to do my best here for you guys. Thank y'all so much for tuning in, listening to another round of my ramblings. Just getting everything set up here still, kind of, sort of. Let's see. So we can close that music out, can't we? Intro. There we go. little elevator music in the background like we always do y'all know how we do it here on the union underground all right so uh once again thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the show um uh, be sure to check out our uh, link page uh l-i-n-q um with all the show's info contacts contact information links to all the platforms we are broadcasting on affiliates and coming soon ordering info for stickers car decals wristbands, shirts and whatever else we can come up with to help promote uh, this little show that we're doing. Um, I know I've been seeing folks uh, share the show on their Facebook and everything, and I greatly appreciate that. So keep that up, guys. Uh, let's keep getting listeners in here, get them listening to the show. Um, actually went to the store today to pick up a fan and buy groceries and forgot my fan. So I brought in another fan in here, and it was, like, way too big, way too loud, and you could hear it in the background. So once again, I'm sitting here in a hot, hot room. We're going to make it work like we always do because that's what we're about, making things happen, making things work around here. All right. Uh, don't forget to uh, subscribe and follow us on whatever platform uh, of your choice is to get all the latest alerts on new show uploads. Of course, we do our best to upload weekly. Of course, things happen, and we may miss a week here and there. But uh, definitely uh, be sure to subscribe and follow so you can uh, get those um, uh, alerts. All right, and be sure to swing over to our Facebook page and give that a like and a share too, uh, so everyone can uh, know about us and help get the word out. All right, so um, this last week I went through a book, uh, read through it. Um, well, didn't really read. I do Audible because uh, I just don't have time to sit down with a book and physically read the book. So I uh, do a lot of Audible, and no clue as to why the music stopped. Oh, there it goes. Just gotta have some patience. There we go. All right. So, anyways, uh, yeah. So I uh, I got this book on Audible last week. I've been hearing about it, um, and I'm I'm sure a lot of folks that are in the prepping world are going to be like, "Why have you not read this book yet?" You know, every prepper should read it, and I totally agree. Every prepper should read this book, especially any new preppers out there. Um, the book is called One Second After by William Forston. Um, he's a uh, history professor. I can't remember which college he's a professor at right now. But um, holy guacamole, man. That book was one crazy ride. Um, if, you have, if you have not read this book, uh, you need to read it, um, especially if you're in the prepping world. Um, if you are a new listener and new to prepping or maybe you're on the fence about prepping and by some chance this is the first episode you just happen to click on to check out, um, this book is a must-read. It will definitely convince anyone, I think it would convince anyone, especially people that are on the fence, 
about prepping, like they don't know if they want to, why should I stuff? This book here is it's it's a good read um, for for anyone new or old uh, in the prepping world. Um, after but after after I finished the book, I was just like, great, I am nowhere near ready. It 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 was it was just off the wall craziness. It was it was such it was so good. Um, now I know the author was not working the angle of trying to make me feel like okay you're an idiot and you don't know what you're doing, but I took it as a full learning lesson, which is great and it was great for motivation for me of where my weak areas are on what I need to um, do to improve my preps and get my family more ready. Um, and uh, I, I believe like everyone is different uh, when it comes to learning. Um, and and I'm, I know it seems like I'm kind of veering off path here, but I'm going somewhere with this. Um, everyone is different uh, when it comes uh, to learning. I've learned through the, all of my years of teaching that we as adults learn in all kinds of ways. Like me, myself, I personally learn in pretty much two different ways. One, or, and, and, and it can be either one. It doesn't matter really. Uh, one, you can show me how to do something. And I'm pretty much good. I'm just going to mimic what you did, and that's how I learn. Uh, the other way is uh, tell me a story, uh, just like with this book here, One Second After. Um, use characters and events, and I'll be able to associate what is needed to uh, be retained through that channel of needing to learn steps and things. Um, you give me a manual and tell me to read it and then go do it, I'm, I'm going to sit there and second-guess myself all day long, and I'm never going to learn it. I will spend more time second-guessing and trying to read deeper into what's being said in that manual or in that book. Um, other people, they can be told how to do stuff and, or they can just read a manual and they're good to go, but that's just not how my brain works. All right. So anyways, this book, you know, it really worked for me. It showed me how much I was missing. Like I stated earlier, um, it showed me things and maybe, maybe I wasn't missing it. Maybe I just didn't think that far ahead or that far outside of the box, but Nevertheless, it was a great learning tool for prepping, especially for grid going down and uh, being with a group, what to more or less expect and what could come along the way. Um, but I, I do promise you guys that you will not be disappointed with reading this book here. Um, if I'm not mistaken about this book here, I, I, I know I read it somewhere. I heard it somewhere in a podcast. But this book actually caught the attention of like the Department of Defense or someone in Washington. I know Newt Gingrich, he's got a part in the book where he talks a little bit about in it uh, that he wrote a little section in it and everything. It, it was so well written. Um, it's, it's, it's just, it's definitely a must read. Um, so, uh, and like we always do on the show, I lost where I was in my notes because I looked away from the computer screen here. Um, yeah, it's, it's a must read for anyone in the prepping world, especially new preppers. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll most likely, uh, definitely, it's not a most likely, I'm definitely going to read that book again. I got it in my Audible. Um, my wife's already agreed to read it, um, but I told her I'd, I was going to send it to her, gift it to her, because she's got an Audible account. And I was just like, you know what, I want to read this one more time before I get rid of it. So I'm going to go through it again this week. And um, maybe I'll catch something else that I missed the first time through. But once again, that book is called One Second After by uh, William Forston. Um, and no, I'm not sponsored, uh, by the author or the publishers of this book. I'm just throwing this out there for you guys, um, to something to read and add to your arsenal, uh, and learn a few, uh, things that probably didn't think about 
All right. And there's nothing wrong with learning new stuff and, uh, you know, having the information there at your uh, disposal. Um, all right. So uh, before we get into the show, let's go ahead and um, let's go and hit that My Medic button um, and get uh, y'all first aid ready. All right. So uh, let me figure out how to do this on the thing here. For some reason, it's on another channel of um, stuff. So here's our My Medic ad real quick. And then we'll be right back and we're going to get the show going because I'm excited about today's show and what we're going to talk about. What's going on, everybody? It's Mike from the Union Underground, and I want to take a second to talk to you all about my friends over at MyMedic. MyMedic is your all-in-one medical bag supply kit. These packs have everything you are going to need in a medical emergency, and I mean everything. They have all types and sizes for just about every situation you could possibly be in from working on a construction site to cycling boating they even have one specific for the range and my personal favorite that they have on their list is one for all of our little fur babies you serious clark yes i am dead serious cousin eddie they have a pet medic bag how awesome is that my medic has thought of it all and they've got you covered i myself have the my fact pack and let me tell y'all i cannot be more pleased with this product Made right here in the good old US of A, my medic is the real deal. You'll get your dollar's worth with these bags, I promise you guys that. And because I, along with my medic, love every one of y'all so much, we have teamed up to give y'all a special treat. If y'all head over to the link in the show's description, and I hope y'all are ready for this, these amazing folks are going to give you 20% off your order. Hold up, wait a minute. Yeah, you heard me right. You heard me right there. 20% off your order, but you got to type Mike20 in the discount code box at your checkout. So I don't know why you still don't have your phone in your hand and heading over to the link in the show's description for my medic and getting your bag now. Unless you're driving, wait until you stop first, then head over and get your my medic bag. Shipping is super fast and easy. Oh, yeah. And did I mention shipping is free right now on all orders over 49 buckaroos. You can't beat that. Don't forget to type Mike20 in the discount code box to get that 20% off your order. That's my medic. They've got you covered for your medical emergencies, and I promise y'all you won't be disappointed. All right, and we are back, and I don't know why you guys have not ordered y'all's kit yet. Um, I got to restock mine, actually, because I've been uh, actually needing it uh, more times than I actually planned on needing it. Um, It's definitely a game changer uh, in the first aid world, and uh, me, I refuse to travel without that thing. It stays in my my personal vehicle, um, and then I go from my personal vehicle to my work truck, and it's with me there. So definitely, guys, go check that out. Um, and a correction, I need to update that ad, too, because um, there is not a link in the show's description anymore. It's over on our link page. But that link page, uh, that link app is going, or that link link is going to be in the show's description like it always is now. So uh, just click the link and then scroll down. You'll find my medic. If you'll go right below that, there's a... Uh, Discount codes and the information for it, but then the link right above it for the MyMedic and for Link will take you right to their uh, site to get your ordering uh, going on there. All right, so today's show, I want to talk to you guys about our kiddos today. All right, it's a super scary thought. Um, 
on their uh, super scary thought on their safety, um, especially in a SHTF situation. But it's something that every parent must embrace and be ready for. Um, and we must have the confidence that we teach them the right way of doing things and teach them just all around right. And uh, not just teaching them for SHTF, but for everyday movement in their day-to-day life, especially, you know, going, you know, if your kids walk to school and walk home from school, if they're walking to a friend's house, things like that. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> so today we are going to chat a little bit about our kids' survival and uh, building them a uh, survival kit to carry. So, um, first off, we're going to start off with a quick question of, would my kid know what to do in an emergency? And that's something that we as parents, we need to all ask ourselves. All right. What would my kid know? Would my kid know what to do in an emergency? Um, I hope and pray that we could all say yes to that, but we never stop learning. Even as an adult, it's always great to, um, uh, keep teaching, keep, uh, reinforcing it and going over and over and over and over because it's repetitive. All right. You do it enough times. It starts to stick. We want it to be second nature to them. All right. Um, and we're going to keep it simple for now and, uh, just say you and your family is on a camping trip. Now, um, what if the worst fear happens and your child, you and your child or children get separated? All right. Would they have the equipment and knowledge to survive until rescue were to arrive? Something else we need to ask ourselves, especially uh, whenever we do go camping. Um, one thing, and I probably should have updated my notes a little bit better on this here, but I did find this one site, or I, I found multiple sites really. Uh, but this one here, I, I took a lot of stuff from it um, for information. Um, and one thing that really stood out to me was one of the phrases that they taught to. Teach your, teach your little ones, and that is stay put, stay warm, get bright, get noisy. All right? Now, like I said, this teaching method is for a camping trip, um, but um, as far as the get noisy part goes in the SHTF situation, uh, we must teach them to know our voices or use ways to um, signal that only you and your team or tribe would know like a specific animal noise or tapping sounds to communicate Um, because you just never know um, who's close by and that person could potentially and most likely will become a problem, especially out in the middle of nowhere, like out in the woods. But um, if it were like a camping trip, um, you know, it's safe, nothing bad's happening as far as in the world goes. Um, Teach your kids, stay put, Stay warm, get bright, and get noisy. And there's going to be some stuff in this kit here that's going to take care of all four of those uh, areas. Um, Let's see here. So, here we go. Sorry. My mouse pad is acting funny. There we go. Okay, so um, let's do... uh, We're going to talk about our uh, basic survival kit list. Uh, things that we're going to need on it for our, for our kids, all right? Uh, first off here on the list, uh, a rain poncho. Um, you can get a pack of disposable ponchos. They're super cheap, and they're super easy to find. Uh, find them just about anywhere. I mean, Amazon's got them, so there you go. Order them on Amazon, super cheap. Come right to the house. You ain't even got to go to the store and look for them. Uh, rain ponchos, especially disposable ones. Uh, they have multiple uses, such as um, like if you're being caught without a coat in a summer downpour. All right. Um, they can also be used for making a shelter. Um, 
and we've talked about using ponchos for making a shelter. And a lot of this stuff is going to be things that's going to be in our typical bug out bag too. But we're going to gear this towards kids and things that we need to definitely put in their bags for being separated. Okay. So yeah, definitely the rain poncho. All right. Put a few of those in their packs. All right. Especially the small disposable ones. They're small, super lightweight. Um, I'd put three, four, five of those in their bag form. All right. Um, an emergency blanket. All right. I would put a few of those in there too. All right. Those things are the size of a business card, super lightweight, easy to throw in there. All right. These are a must have really for anyone's kit and, um, they will help keep, uh, your child warm, uh, if they can't move and they can even be used for shelter. Um, they can also be used as an emergency sleeping bag. Um, they're not as good as the real thing, but teach your little ones that if they were to be lost, that their emergency sleeping uh, that their emergency sleeping bag it that this is their emergency sleeping bag that can uh, stay in that they can stay in until rescued. All right. Uh, next on the list here is going to be a signal mirror. Uh, despite expensive lights, a simple mirror uh, can flash light for miles as long as the sun is out. Of course. Um, teach your kids why there is a mirror and how to use it. It's not just for looking at themselves and fixing their hair. All right. Um, also stick their mirror in something to protect it from breaking. Um, other than our child being lost, nothing would be worse than them cutting themselves and being alone, being lost out there. Um, because a piece of glass can definitely put a deep gash, uh, on, on really anyone and um, we don't want that to happen. So make sure that that uh, mirror is in a, in a pouch where it's uh, sealed. So if it does break, it doesn't go everywhere in their bag. It doesn't jab shards of glass in their hands and their fingers and stuff. Especially if it gets under the nail. Whew, that's the worst. Um, a torch and a signal light. Um, uh, uh, this is an obvious uh, part of the kit to have and will really help at night. Um, your kids will want to have the torch on all night and this is, uh, good and bad. All right. Um, the good is that it'll make them, it'll, it will, um, make them much easier to find as the search continues through the night and, uh, searchers will continue to come through the night. will continue through the night looking for a child. I know that I would, um, the bad part about it is, is obviously the batteries are going to run down. Now, an easy solution to the uh, the torch and signal light is an LED torch, uh, which it will last longer. But also, just don't forget extra batteries. All right, put some extra uh, sets of batteries in their bag for them. Um, um, as this uh, as this is to be used by a child. Um, you want to get a torch that is easy for them to switch on and off, all right? So you don't want it to be like too stiff or anything. So you want it to be easy, uh, easy on and off buttons for them. Um, even a child's child's LED light would be, um, a, a, yeah, I'm sorry. Even a child's LED light would be good enough for this survival set for them. They they have them in different sizes. They have them for children and for adults. Um, if you feel that your child is old enough for an adult size one and they can operate it properly great um another thing too that you might want to uh, work on with that is um with the extra batteries if they need to change the batteries out and it's dark and they can't see uh teach them the you know about you know 
the springs where the batteries go, that's the negative and tell them how to find the negative on the battery and how to place them in there in the darkness whenever it's dark outside because the moon might not be out. It might be a cloudy night. All right. Keep that in mind. Uh, glow sticks. All child childhood favorite right there is glow sticks. Um, you can get a pack of these uh, pretty easy these days. I mean, Walmart even sells them. Um, every kid knows how to use these things. They are super cheap. Um, they can be super bright too. Uh, another positive side of these things is that there are no batteries to worry about. Um, so your light will not die out and they are also light in weight. The downside of these glow sticks though, is that a glow stick is typically only good for one night. So kind of got a Roll your dice on that. I think they're great uh, for backup emergencies. Put a few of those in the bag that, you know, however many glow sticks you put in their bag, that's how many nights you're accounting for them being out on on their own, you know. It's not something that we really want to think about. You know, we want to stay positive and say, well, I'm only going to put one in there um, because I plan on finding my kid, but sometimes it just doesn't work that way, folks. And unfortunately, they may be out there more than one night. So, you know, Load them up with some glow sticks just in case, all right? Um, and I'm not trying to make this show a depressing episode or anything and scare the wits out of everyone, especially when it comes to kids. Um, the uh, Plus, uh, another positive note is that the light will give your child comfort. Um, uh, and it can also help rescuers. But uh, uh, you want to buy brightly colored ones so that they stand out more in the landscape. Uh, the military-grade green glow sticks you sometimes see advertiser intended to provide light, but at the same time reduces loss of night vision. The light is intended not to travel too far um, so that it gives away any unit's, uh, unit's position. Uh, of course, in a survival situation, this is the opposite of what you want. Uh, so get a bright, get bright, loud colors. Bright, loud colors. All right. Um... I would uh, definitely teach them that if they hear anything, cover the light up, hide it, whatever they got to do, and then maybe move a little bit so it doesn't give away their position too much. All right. Um, emergency whistle. Uh, these things are awesome. I love these things. Uh, the sound from a mountain whistle can travel a long way. They are easy for kids to blow without much effort. Um, now, this will be much more effective uh, to them than shouting too. Um, as well as using up, uh, this will use up less energy for them with uh, versus shouting. All right. Uh, the downside that is in some areas, the sound of a whistle can bounce off cliffs and mountainsides, making it hard to pinpoint the location. But it does let rescuers know that they are in the right area. Uh, this is really uh, valuable information for them and can potentially mean. Uh, and potentially means that the researcher, the I'm sorry, that the searchers can be pulled uh, from other locations to help search in the correct area. Um, you can also um, get uh, some emergency whistles with uh, as uh, like extras or with extras, such as your signal mirrors and your flints for starting a fire, like in a small kit. I, I know I've seen those little small emergency kits that are, you know, they're little small pack. They come with emergency whistles and stuff. And even the MyMedic uh, kits have emergency whistles in them, along with your emergency blankets and ropes and stuff and all that. So another cheap plug for MyMedic. Get over there and buy their stuff up, guys. Um, also, uh, now, 
I myself, I have uh, 3D printed emergency whistles. And believe me, folks, that those little whistles that I have printed on my 3D printer, them little boogers are loud. All right. The dog hates them, and so does our ears in the house. Uh, I, we, we keep ours locked up. And we have to keep them away from our five-year-old because uh, he gets a hold of them. We're all going to be deaf for about a week. Uh, there, so if you've got a 3D printer, um, I think it's on, could be wrong, but I think it's Thingiverse. Um, really, any of your 3D printing sites, they have they have a ton of uh, files that you can download from Earth 2 Whistle. Print you one, just one. Give it a try. If it works, print one for each, uh, make you one for each uh, emergency kit bag that you have, especially one for your kids' bags. Uh, don't forget to tie a little piece of paracord so it can hook on there. Easy to find, all right? Uh, basic first aid kit, all right? This may not be something your child can use much themselves, but uh, with some teaching, it can help them if needed, all right? So teach them basic first aid, you know, if if they're age appropriate, all right? It's not something I'm going to teach my youngest, but something I'm going to teach my oldest that lives at home. Uh, Ziploc bags, all right? These can be bought super easy. I mean, they're everywhere. Every store you got them, I mean, you can even go down to the corner bodega and get Ziploc bags. Um, I would put a few of those in uh, everyone's kit, especially in your child's kit. Uh, they are not only useful for keeping things dry, but they can also be used to carry water, which is essential for survival. I personally suggest the gallon Ziploc freezer bags with the double seal or the double zipper on them, all right? That's one thing that I don't cheap out on. Um, is my uh, Ziploc bags that I use in my survival kits and everything. And I definitely went with my with my kids. Um, and uh, the as far as the um, carrying water, we'll get into that a little bit later here. Um, because I know folks are probably yelling at me right now going, well, if you carry water in it, you've got to, you know, sterilize it or whatever, you know, uh, boil it. And, man, my mind just went blank because I'm not – it's not in my notes. I'm sorry. Um, not a uh, fil- filtering my water. There we go. Yeah, not using proper filtration and cleaning up my water. We'll, but once again, we'll get to that in just a minute. All right, I promise. Uh, now, um, that's as far as the kits go. Now, another another section here is psychological items to help with survival for your kids, and these are going to be other things that need to go in their kit. Um, and it's definitely a psychological. Um, advantages for your child um somehow i don't know how that made in there is that a moth fly here in the on my computer screen that's weird anyways uh, uh a fire seal and striker all right that's something we need to put in our kids uh emergency kit survival kit uh your child may be too young to know how to start a fire but once they are old enough we need to teach them all right, get them uh, learning how to build a fire um, and how to respect that fire because those things can get out of hand and get out of uh, get out of control real fast. Um, now, nothing is worse than trying to start a fire when it's cold and or wet, but sometimes that will be the cards dealt to us out there um, in the woods. So I suggest stick some dry tinder in their bag. Um, the easiest uh, of them is going to be uh, some cotton balls and a small jar of Vaseline. Um, you could use your Ziploc bags for that. Stick it in there. So especially if the Vaseline pops open, nothing, you know, it doesn't get all over everything. Um, and we've talked about this before. Vaseline is a petroleum jelly. Therefore, it is flammable. Um, 
Use the striker to make a spark and ignite the Vaseline. All right. Um, I know we've talked about fire starting with Vaseline and cotton balls on the show in the past, so we're not going to get into all that again. Um, definitely y'all are going to want to practice this at home and don't expect it to work the first time. So mom and dad, patience, have patience. All right. And of course, teach them how to feed the fire and keep it going and how to build a fire pit for safety out in the woods. Um, duct tape, duct tape, everybody's best friend. Uh, duct tape has got to be one of the most versatile items on the planet. Uh, you can make repairs, uh, use it to help build a shelter, um, use it to fashion discard or fashion discarded rubbish you find uh, into something useful. Uh, for kids, duct tape can be a bit stiff. However, if they can manage to peel and tear it, uh, then I'm sure they can make good use good use of it. And that's the point of putting. It, uh, putting it under the psychological section of this here. Because um, if they can uh, occupy their mind in making something useful, it'll help stop them um, from worrying too much about being rescued. And that's what we want to do is we want our kids to stay uh, mentally sound and try to stress least amount as possible. All right, because they're going to be scared and they're going to be worried. We're going to be scared. We're going to be worried. Um, so we've got to keep a level head. We want them to keep a level head uh, while they're by themselves. Uh, sweets and energy bars. Um, needless to say, these things will give some extra energy, uh, but also stop and and also um, stop some hunger for them. But the biggest challenge for kids, I know, for my oldest and really for my youngest too, the biggest challenge is going to be for them not to eat them all at once. Um, because my two, it's it's so weird. My my youngest one, he eats nonstop. My oldest one, she's now coming into her preteen years, and she's eating ten times what she was eating this time last year. It's crazy. Trips me and her mama out all the time. Um, the uh, yeah. Let's see. I already said that. Uh, even uh, maybe some small uh pull top cans of food like beanie weenies. I know spaghettios come in a small can now. Um. Even Vienna sausages or sardines. I know not too many kids are going to be crazy about that, but trust me, hungry enough, they will eat it. Um, but you're going to want to watch the weight of those cans and everything because those things will add up fast in their bags. Um, also, uh, you want to pick up uh, maybe a military eating utensil. Eating, uh, I'm sorry, a military eating utensil set. Uh, to throw in there, the the fork, the knife, and the spoon all kind of interlock together, and they're lightweight, and they'll fit down in their bag. Um, even uh, MRE, throw an MRE in their bag. Um, pick those up at the Army Surplus stores. All right, relatively cheap. Um, I don't know. Different stores have different prices. Uh, now, water filter, a life straw, or uh, whatever small water filtration device you choose to use. Um, I use, I'd mentioned life straw in here because that's what me and my family, we have life straws. Um, I'm not being paid by them to say that it's just, that's what we use. So that's the first go-to for me. Uh, but if you choose to use another brand, that's cool. That's awesome. Um, go for it. Just make sure that they have one in their survival kit. Um, now earlier I did mention using the Ziploc bag to carry water. 
So here we go. Um, they can store the water in the bag, but make sure they know to drink it through the live straw. Uh, be like a big Capri Sun for them, all right? Bottom line is, you don't want your kid drinking saved up water front directly from the bag. Next here, brightly colored rope. Um, now, your child may not be able to use the rope to make a shelter, uh, and even more likely, uh, any use for climbing grade rope, uh, even more unlikely, any use for anything like climbing, gra- climbing grade, grade rope, tongue twisted there. However, though, some brightly colored rope may help uh, with being seen. I know that uh, Walmart sells bright uh, fluorescent orange paracord, which would work great. Um, it's less than two bucks for like 50 feet of it. I would buy a few of those. Another thing that you can 3D print is a spool to wrap that rope on. It's got a hanger where you can clip it onto your bag, and you're good to go. I've got a bunch of those all over the place. Um, You can uh, get them to drape the rope across brushes where they uh, make their camp or teach them how to make a basic den with the kit and decorate it uh, with the pretty colors. Um, uh, Another good idea is to pre-cut some line into smaller lengths for them, all right? Um, And... uh, as far as the cutting it into smaller lengths, I would suggest a small pocket knife. Um, now, this is one of those things, if your child is responsible enough to have a small knife, not carry it daily on them, just carry it in their survival kit. Um, but along with uh, the responsibility of having a child's knife is going to come some teaching. All right, Make sure they know how to respect it and its functions and how to safely handle it and operate it. Um, now... Uh, Man, we kind of ran through that list there. It's kind of a little short show. But anyways, it's all good. Um, like I said, I got a massive headache tonight and sinus and allergies. But last but not least on this list here that we've got, um, just general home comforts. All right. Um, I would highly recommend uh, something from home like a stuffed animal that has some sentimental value to your child. Um, that will, in their own way, give them some motivation to stay positive and comfort them in a scary, stressful time that they're going to be going through. That they may be going through if they get lost. I don't want to say they're going to be going through because uh, I don't wish that on anybody. Um, even like a small box of crayons and a coloring book, uh, that will help keep them occupied and still, even if it's just for a few hours, um, without them having too much movement and getting more lost and stranded. Um, does, uh, the, the, the crayons and the coloring book, that's something you may want to put in a Ziploc baggie, keep it waterproof for them. All right. Um, another thing for the home comforts is I would take a family picture and laminate it and stick that in their bag too. All right. And just another little home comfort to, um, you know, remind them, you know, that, you know, we're, we're looking for you. We're going to get there. We're finding you. Just give us time. All right. It just, it, it, it's, it's just another home comfort there. All right. I know, uh, a lot of people turn to photos and stuff, um, for uh, comfort and it can definitely comfort a child. All right. So, uh, now that we, um, Sorry, I'm sitting here reading over my notes right before I read the sentence. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. And I actually left out some words there. That's why it didn't make sense to me when I read it the first time. We'll make it work, though. All right. So uh, now that we've gone over some items to start building a survival pack for your little ones, 
Um, remember, all of these and whatever else uh, you can come up with will most likely come with teaching on how to use these items and uh, a lot of practice. Um, even a small camping trip and let them execute using their kit on their own, showing you how to use it um, and uh, practicing that way. It's a good, good way to uh, practice, uh, get their practice on. Um, another thing is when you build this kit, build it with the kids. Um, get them, just, just like I've talked about in the past with bug out bags and EDCs, you want them to be able to you want to be able to say, hey, Billy, um, close your eyes and reach in your bag and find your fire starting kit. And he can close his eyes and reach out and he knows exactly where to go. They need to know that bag like the back of their hand and know where everything is so they're not searching for it in a high stress uh, time for them. All right. And their little brains. So um, and I don't mean little brains like they're little and dumb. I mean, like their brains are small. They 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 worry differently than we do. All right. Um but above all of this, parents, uh, we must remember to have patience while teaching and cannot expect them to remember everything the first go around. Repetition is key and don't force it. All right. If you start forcing this on them, they're going to shut down and they're going to shut you out and they're going to stop learning and they're going to turn around and go, I don't want any part of this. That's how a lot of kids are. I know that's how a lot of adults are, all right? So if you start seeing the signs that they're starting to shut down, just back off, all right? And change the subject, go do something else, then come back to it later on, all right? So all good, all right? I truly hope this episode uh, have got has got you guys thinking in a new light like every show we do. And um, I hope it gives you all new ways uh, to think on prepping, all right? Um, seems like a shorter episode is around about 10 minutes or so shorter than it normally is. Um, I didn't think it was going to be too long, even though it's actually more pages, but it's just a list of stuff and things that I typed out and everything. So it's all good. Still love you guys. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm going to get out of here, um, and go pop me some, uh, more allergy pills and try to get rid of this dang headache and all this sinus pressure before tomorrow because I got to go to work and I don't really want to. Um, it's it's so hard to not just call in work, but got bills, got to pay the bills. All right. So, um, yeah, uh, you guys are awesome. I love y'all so much. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Let's see here. Let's close this out. How do we close this out? Let me find my buttons here. Hang on. There we go. All right. Where we at? Oh, yeah. Got lost in my notes here at the very end of the show. Who does that? Only a professional. (laughs) Far from it. Anyways, don't forget to check out our link page. I'm going to have that uh, link to our link page in the show's description. Uh, Our link page has got all of our show's info, contact, links to all the platforms we are broadcasting on, affiliates, and we will have uh, a link very soon for ordering uh, merch, everything that we got going on right now, and new stuff that we're going to be coming up with. Um, also, don't forget to subscribe and follow us on whatever platform you are listening on and to get all of the latest alerts on the new show uploads. Be sure to swing over to our Facebook page and give that a like and a share, too. Tell everybody about the show. If you have questions, comments, you want to be a guest, want to be a guest or you want to come on and 
talk about a product that you have, uh, hit us up and let's get you on here and get you spreading the word about your product. All right. You can email us at the Union Underground Podcast at gmail.com. Sound good? All right, guys, I'm out of here. I love you folks. Stay safe. Stay vigilant. God bless you guys. And remember, we're here. We're ready. We are the Union Underground. Bye.